0: why are you dragging around like that Uh, i'm tired i just really kind of want this year to just be over and then what and then it'll be a new year and a new me Uh, is that how that works Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me as we talk about how to ignite your power boosters, and I'm going to see you on the flip. All right, you guys, the end of the year is here and I know it's kind of hard, but I just want to let you know that it is time to start reigniting your power boosters right now. You know, this is not the time to be dragging around and complaining. I know it's a lot of stuff to get done before the year ends, but trust me on this. It's always better to start before you think you need to than when it's too late and you need to have already been there. Because whether you believe it or not, The new year is another day. It really is. And I wish I could say that there is this grand button that is pushed uh, when you wake up on January 1st that says, ha ha, reset, totally new, totally ready to take on the world. But it's not. And, And the thing is, is that you have the power to make it so if you like, and it's still time. So let's get into it. And I'm going to help you hopefully by giving you some wisdom smacks that you can use to get yourself ready to take on your days. And so let's dig into it. So the first thing is, with regards to igniting your power, we first want to rebound the, some of the power that we have. And the thing about rebounding, so think of rebounding, you know, like when um on, in a basketball game, uh, a shot is made, and then it Goes through the hoop or it bounces off the hoop or whatever. And there is somebody waiting to catch that ball to put it back in play. That's how I want to uh, position what we're going to talk about at this particular part of our talk today. You are going to be rebounding the power that you've been using, that you've been lobbing up there, whether you've been making the shots or not. Uh, don't let that ball just fall away and bounce till it stops and has no more kinetic energy in it, that moving energy. Uh, because one of the things I do notice, and I'm, I'm not a big sports person, but I've always um, been amazed at how when the ball doesn't go through the hoop and it bounces off of the ring, it tends to use that bounce off of that ring to gather more energy to pr- repel itself back into the game. And if somebody is waiting there to catch it, and run that ball back to the other side to get another chance to make a goal for their team, it's a beautiful thing. And so rebounding your power is that way. It's a beautiful thing. And it gives you an opportunity to shortcut uh, some of the drudgery that you might find if you are trying to start something from a dead start. Okay, so with that, let's, let's talk about it. One of the things I'm gonna just put out there is Like we just said, get a reprieve from doing things the hard way. Learn to seek out stuff that's already been established to make it easier. Most of the people that I am familiar with and that I know uh, appreciate having shortcuts, cheat sheets, done for yous, and all of those other things to make their lives easier. And I'm going to assume that you're the same way. And because we like these things, this is, to me, a big indicator that when you're feeling depleted, worn down, tired, depressed, uh, anxious, panicky, or you are burned out, uh, check out um, the show we did a a few days ago talking about um, being able to rescue yourself from burnout. One of the things that you have to be aware of is that if you are doing too much, you are wasting energy. And there are a lot of energy sucks, um, visible and invisible, that you need to actually take time to pay attention to, to suss out, you know, to seek out. So to get this, um, these easier ways of doing things, one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do is what you already do, and that is seek out the pros, Seek out the people who are successfully doing something and even heck, seek out the wealthy to see how they go about doing things. Uh, one of uh, a breakout book that happened, wow, it was a while ago. Um, I don't know how many years, but uh, it was a book called The Four Hour Work Week, and the author, uh, he Now, I know that the book was talking about outsourcing, and that's what it's called in my industry, when you outsource things to either other people or other companies, and kind of like you become a project manager of what you're trying to get done. And that's what it really came down to. But it had a sexy vibe to the name of the book because it gave people a way to look at doing something easily. And then with this four-hour work week, once you outsource the unnecessary stuff, You had time to really focus on the stuff that only you could do. And in that, you were able to rebound, re-assimilate all of that wasted power and energy that you were having to use with things that could be done by somebody else. And that's, so that's what I'm talking about when I talk about seeking out the pros and not for nothing, you don't even have to start quote unquote spending money and hiring people to do stuff. If you're just trying to even get a handle on the stuff around your home, you can uh, learn by the pros to, to do things easier. Have you ever just gone to YouTube to try to figure out how to food prep? There are so many videos with excellent information on how to food prep for yourself, for your family, um, to save you time during the week when it gets to be really cumbersome and then you fall into you guys, everybody fend for yourself, whatever you can find that doesn't burn the house down, eat it, you know, from those kind of situations. And all it does is it it takes just a little uh, pre-planning to figure out how other people have done it. There are a lot of different videos on clever uh, ideas that you can do with stuff that you already have around the house, clever tips. How I, I've, ooh, I've seen people do things with a fork that I never thought would be possible. And all of these things help us to accomplish things in an easy way. They're very clever, um, very simple. And they're like, oh my gosh, so that's how you open something when you don't have the strength, you know, or this or that. And so it makes it where you can get back all of that energy of not only doing the task, but gearing your mind up to get ready for the task. Because when you're rebounding your power, one of the things that we don't realize is that we spend a lot of power dreading things. Mm -hmm, I said it, dreading. Dreading uh, is one of the slickest thieves out there. And with the dreading, um, it makes you addicted to it. Think about on um, like a day, like today on your Sunday, think about how much you might find yourself having to stop yourself from dreading going to work the next day. Now, at the time of this recording, we're almost into... um, the holiday so you might have tomorrow off but hey if you don't think about that and rebound that time don't dread it it's gonna be all right it really is okay if anything the office is going to be fairly quiet because a lot of people will have taken vacation off to to travel be with their family and stuff so it's going to actually be a little bit better all right. So the next thing under this rebounding of your of your power, um, after you've found ways to establish easy ways of doing things and stopped all the dreading, identify those areas in your life where uh, you can see where energy is seeping out or being wasted, and it might be easy for some and harder for others. Um, but even making the uh, the uh, making. The, the way to do that is going to help you to uh, be able to stop some of the energy uh, wasting. I will tell you, if you are a parent of kids, one of the energy sucks is all the talking that you do. All of the talking <laughs> to the kids. Maybe you find a way to conserve all of that energy of talking, of, of begging and pleading and please stop. Don't be so loud, all of that stuff. And I know it's easier said than done, but just even making the opportunity to do better with conserving that energy and maybe some, you know, ways of, of getting what you need done without it costing you so much of your vitality each day to get it done. All right. And that that lends, that lends to getting into looking at some of the habits that we do that we don't even realize we've fallen into a habit or a routine of doing that don't serve anyone. OK, so there's that. Then this next one is uh, something that I, I will be honest, I do work with people on doing this, but I'm gonna give it to you because you can do it. It's not that you have to have a mentor or, or a professional helping you with it. Um, Anybody can do it. And that is to start a mental strengthening program. You want to be able to increase your ability and your capacity to do mental processing. And I'm not talking about just math and sciences and those types of things. In a previous podcast, I've, I've talked often uh, about the, the different types of intelligence. And, uh, we have nine that we kind of work with and they go far beyond what we're normally used to being intelligence, which would be the math and logical. We also have, uh, the kinesthetic that's going to be your dancers and people, uh, athletes who are really good at natural movement. Um, you can also have your spatial reality people. These are the people who are very good with knowing direction, being able to theoretically conceive what something looks like. Heck, your architects and uh your people who can go into a blank room and visually see where everything fits. Your engineering people, there's a lot of different ones. I don't have time to go through all of the nine. Um But uh, check out those podcasts where we've talked about the different types of intelligences and learning. And by exploring those areas and sharpening the ones that you find you have natural affinity to, as well as expanding the ones where you might be falling a little short on, what you're going to find is that when your brain is able to process in a better, more efficient, more creative way, you stop expending so much unneeded energy to live your life. You know, they still hide things in quote unquote books, whether it be actual books, electronic books, articles, white papers, documentaries, etc. Be willing to go on and explore and grow your capacity to process information because that is going to be a big time saver that helps you to rebound a lot of the energy and the power you use by just trying to run your day. It's also going to make it where you become able to, uh think of things uh, faster and put things together in new and creative ways that help you to achieve your world in a more effective effective manner, okay? And so with that, it also lends towards you being willing to in um, increase your database of information. I've I've mentioned this before, but one of the things that people don't realize is that When you need a power boost, go learn something. Once, if you're an adult listening to this, once you get to adulthood where no one else is coming after you, there are no truancy officers, there's no one who is gonna give a flying rip, whether you are teaching yourself daily or not, that's exactly when the real learning begins. You are constantly in a course of self-teaching. If you're not self-teaching yourself something daily, and yes, I said daily, I didn't stutter, then you might wanna look at that because we are made to always be learning, changing, growing, expanding. And when life gets to be a bit much, it's possibly possible that just like your computers uh, get outdated and they can't handle the amount of information coming at them. So you have to update the memory speed. You have to update the storage capacity and all of those things. Why would you be any different? Computers are based off of how humans process information. And thus, you might be working on limited capacity that does not meet or is not sufficient for the uh, workload that you have in your life. Okay, just saying. And so this is another one. Now, this is totally away from that vein that we just talked about, but I, I wanted to make sure I put it in here. And that is one of the ways to rebound your power is to increase your skepticism. Yep, I said it, just a tad, just a touch. Because what that will do is that's going to help you to get into the habit of questioning things. And when you get in the habit of questioning things, you naturally will start building a ability and an, a, 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 a skill for vetting and doing due diligence to uh, help you not take everything at face value and thus uh, find yourself being run around like a, um, a lab rat with other people's intentions on your life. If someone is trying to get you to do something at work, whether it is something after work or at work, instead of being like, yeah, that's fine, and just doing it out of rote behavior because it's playing in the background of your mind, stop and be skeptical. Why did they come to me? Are we good friends? Is this a habit they have formed to use me? Is this something that they were supposed to do? Maybe I check and put out a few little feelers and see if they are passing their work off to me. Just doing that kind of thing. Now, don't be mean about it, of course. Keep that to yourself. But by having a touch more skepticism, you're going to find that you start rebounding a lot of your energy that you were wasting. And then this one, this one is something that I definitely am trying to work with. And that is instituting either a new schedule or making one for the first time. I tend to try to treat myself like a kindergartner when I am trying to get a lot of stuff done. And that is, I try to have a good bedtime and I try to stick to how I have the chunks of my day set aside. And the reason why is because, well, for me, as a self-employed person, I have to have structure or I get nothing done. But for anyone, whether you work for somebody else or you work for yourself, if you don't have structure, it will take you all day to do something. And your whole weekend or whatever time you said you were going to take off is gone in a, in, a, in a flash. And so to do this, institute, and this is how I usually help people that I'm working with to to get a new schedule. Instead of saying, I'm going to have this perfect schedule, come tomorrow, because that's what a lot of people do. Instead of that, I want to tell you that you can start by concentrating on sticking to one set of actions for five days. Stick to that set of actions at the time you said you were going to do it, come what may. And it does not have to be a full blown out something. If you know that you tend to be available to do something at 1130 each day, then at 1130, that's when you schedule whatever it is that you're going to get done. And come what may, that's what you get done. For some people, that might be your lunch hour. For some people, that might be um, when you're finished with your meetings, whatever. And it doesn't matter if it's morning, midday or night, just find something that you can commit to for at least five days. Come with me. And then once you have committed to the five days, take it day by day, just one day at a time. And don't break the string. Jerry, um, uh, Lord. Uh, Famous comic, Jerry Seinfeld. Forgive me, you guys. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is famous for his analogy of don't break the chain. And what it's simply, it's so simple, but it's brilliant. And that is when you start something, um, make make yourself a calendar. And I've talked about this before on other podcasts. You can even find free apps that will install on your phone to help you do this. And you tell the task that it is that you want to do. And your goal is to not break the chain. And so each day that you get to do it, you put an X that, I mean, a check mark that you got it done or the days that you missed, you put an X and the chain starts again after the X. And your goal is to have uh, as many check marks that you did it each day as possible. So don't break the chain. And that's how you can start to have a new schedule for yourself to get things done in a more effective and efficient way. All right. So here's another one to make uh yourself able to rebound a lot of this power that's coming at you each day that you can repurpose and reuse make use of your energy uh by banking it uh when you schedule your day so once you have started getting used to doing something every day you know you you're not breaking the chain you've well past the 5 days of doing it uh day after day schedule and obey what you schedule especially when it's time for sleep. Now I'm hypocritical here because I tend to do okay with it, but I tend to fight with doing okay with it. And so, like I said, I am not trying to pretend like I have it all together uh, and I work with this, but I will tell you. In those time periods where I hit it every day on the nose, I can see, feel, and know my energy is there. I'm better able to focus. It doesn't take me as long to come up with my creative output that I have to do on a daily basis. And we get things done. I've had many people ask me, "How do you do a daily podcast? How do you know what to come up with and what to say, and not to be repeating the same thing over and over?" And I tell them, you know, <laughs> I live—I um, I, I live this credo: How you do anything is how you do everything. And for me, I need structure. I'll just be honest: I need structure, uh, like a little kid. I need structure. And so, when I don't do that structure, I suffer. When I do. I do better. And so I I, I just pass that on to you. And so with scheduling and obeying the time that you schedule things to do, sleep being a priority, I also want you to learn to prioritize the critical times of your day, which traditionally for most people are going to be either or, or and the first three hours that you get up and the last hour or two before you go to sleep. It is said by a lot of doctors that no matter your circadian rhythm or whatever, if you're a night owl, midday person, or a morning person, that the first three hours of your day tend to be your most highly creative because they are the closest to that uh, alpha state that you came out of when you came back to wakefulness. It's usually a time when you can capture the creative uh, machinations of your dreams, a new, a fresh insight on the day and all of that. Sadly, for a lot of people, that first three hours is not spent capturing all of that. It is spent getting prepared for work, driving in traffic, and just trying to get to your desk before it gets bad between you and your boss. So, I do understand that. And that's not even including exercise, which we're going to talk about next. And uh, so, Trying to do that is is something. Another thing that alluding to the exercise is to um, eat for energy, at least one of the meals out of your day. Instead of eating for pleasure or taste, eat for energy if you can. Um, and if you can't do it each, each day, Try to strive for once a week and then increase it, doing the same incremental things as we just talked about. Now, here's another one. And I learned this one from Dr. Irving when I was in uh, one of my grand programs and he was like in his 80s and he was still teaching and still getting around and everything. Um, And I remember asking him one time, how do you do it? And he said, I take a nap. (laughs) I was like, what? He was like, take a nap. And so Additional studies have shown that when you take a power nap of 20 to 40 minutes out of your your day, it helps you rebound a lot of the power that we're talking about. So in my last few minutes, because I am a practical priestess of wisdom serving you up with it as much as I possibly can to help you have a better day and strengthen your wisdom and your mental capacity, I want to give you a few ways to reboost your, your power. So now that you've snatched it back, it's time to boost it up. Okay. So here are some things that you can actively do to boost and increase your power after you've gone back and salvaged everything you can from rebounding it. And that is go on and address those those negative points of stress that you endure each day. And to address them, the best way to do it is with uh, opposite opposing positive stress. So for example, you want to trade anxiety, panic, and panic with exercise. One of the biggest ways you can decrease your amount of anxiety, uh, propensity for panic, and those types of things, and even depression, is to take a 20-minute brisk walk as if you are late for a flight or late for a meeting. So that'll tell you the, the pace that you want. 20 minutes, we'll get it for the average person. The next thing is, is take all the strategic breaks off from, uh, uh, from trying projects and difficult scenarios of, of projects, people, situations, routines, and as well as internal and external um, expectations. I referenced four hour work week uh, earlier um and I have people that make use of that when they reach out to me and so say for instance you have a big presentation and you're you're dreading it you're like oh my god I don't even know what to do I don't know how to whatever consider going and either finding by word of mouth or go to Upwork or reach out to people and see about getting assistance with your presentation. It is not cheating. It is your work, but you're dealing with people who are professionally able to help you get it structured and presented in a way that impresses instead of stresses. And so you give them the raw information. They start to assemble it. If they have questions, they will ask you. But while you're able to concentrate on doing the stuff that you can do, your presentations are getting done. Yes, you will pay for it out of your pocket. But is it better for you paying for it out of your pocket than possibly paying for it uh, with getting bumped out of the company or out of uh, your uh, contract? So, you know, way that. So take Take all of that out by learning to delegate and to uh, outsource the things you can. And then, this is a big one, reframe all of those past memories and jaunting flashbacks that come to knock you off course. You should understand that you you are in the now. And that's all you really have. And the way to do that um, so that you can uh, move forward is by reframing them. So when you reframe your your those jolt, jolting um, flashbacks and those bad memories, uh, you help to support your current efforts to live your life. And some easy ways to do this is by journaling, by meditation, and or by seeking out qualified confidants. Um, I'm a qualified confidant where I uh, have people contact me and they might just want to talk uh, and get my feedback or might just want to talk to me and know that it won't be shared anywhere, get things off of their chest. And uh, because I'm a a, a psychotherapist, a psychoanalytical therapist, I'm able to contain what they're trying to say, help them to come up with uh, therapeutic ways to process the information, and they don't have to hear about it, you know, from anyone else. And so you, there are people like me out there. Seek, seek them out, or seek me out. You know, uh, details in the uh, description. And so uh, on that vein, here is a big one. If you want to boost your power, stop regretting things. It's done. It's over with. It has a consequence and an effect no matter what. Deal with it. Move forward. The only thing you can do is to do what you can at the moment. So stop living in the past and uh, regretting things because that is another pathway to depression. It's been said that anxiety is a fear of the future where depression is a, um, a fear of the past. So stop all of that uh, regretting things. And then this one is going to be hard for some people and rejoicing for others. And a big way to boost your power is to speak up. Yes, do not continue to allow energy stealers to dump and run unless you're a professional confidant getting paid for it. (laughs) but don't allow them to dump and run. Stop people from calling the from calling you that the only time they contact you is when they want to whine and complain and tell you all the bad stuff that happened to them. Cuz now they feel better. But guess what? You are having you're saddled with all their trash, all their garbage. So stop letting them dump on you. Okay? And here's another thing. Let people know how best to support you. If You have a person that you do want to be their friend, but the only time they contact you is when they need something or they want to dump on you and run. You have to now start helping them and training them on how to treat you. You have to train people to know how best to treat you because they are not mind readers. What you might find offensive, they are clueless about. What you might find is egregious to your character and your person, they might be oblivious to. So speak up and train people in a loving and tactful way on how to interact with you, okay? And then as we're coming to a close, stop doing things for others that you would secretly wish they were doing for you, especially if they haven't gotten the hint and and started to do it for you. Stop doing it because this is a bit of your codependency peeking out when you start doing this. Um. If you want something, yes, it is well said and true and full of wisdom that he or she who wants friends must first be friendly. But if you want gifts and compliments and platitudes, don't give them out profusely hoping and praying that somebody will catch the hint and give them to you. Ask, do you like what I'm wearing? Do you like this? Be forthright with people. Get to the point and don't try to weasel things out of folk. It just goes better for everyone around. And guess what? Yep. You're able to boost your own power because you know right then and there whether it works or not with regards to this person. So guess what, y'all? Yes, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Smivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom uh, with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah! Don't forget to check the show notes and um Consider using our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ for all your uh, online shopping when you go to Amazon. And I'm going to see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping,